Okay, my friends. <clears throat> so today we are reading from the Disney Christmas Storybook Collection. So these are stories that have to do with the Christmas holiday. And they have to do with Disney movies. And today's story is called Mickey's Christmas Carol. It's adapted by Christy Webster from Mickey's Christmas Carol, which is adapted from the film by Jim Rotsey. And fun fact, it's based on The Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. <laughs> All this to say, it's read today by Mommy and... Baby Knuckles? Baby Knuckles? Baby Knuckles. <clears throat> Are you ready, Baby Knuckles? All right. It was snowing in London, England on Christmas Eve. Ebenezer Scrooge, the richest man in town, hurried toward his office. Merry Christmas, someone shouted. Bah, humbug, Scrooge muttered. He didn't know why everyone had to be so cheerful at Christmas time. When Scrooge reached the door to his office, he looked up at the sign. It read, Scrooge and Marley. But Marley's name was crossed out. He'd been dead for seven years. Scrooge and Jacob Marley had tricked people who didn't have much into giving them money. They had gotten very rich and they hadn't cared that they'd been unfair. Scrooge cackled as he thought of all his money. Bob Cratchit, Scrooge's clerk, was just about to throw a piece of coal into the stove when Scrooge walked in. What are you doing? Scrooge growled. I was just, I was just trying to thaw out the ink, Bob replied. He gave his boss a small but hopeful smile. Scrooge knocked the coal out of Bob's hand and scowled. You used a piece last week. Get back to work, he said. Bob quickly turned back to his desk. After a few moments, Bob snuck a glance at his boss. And then he said, Speaking of work, Mr. Scrooge, Tomorrow is Christmas, and I was just wondering if, if I might have the day off. Scrooge was silent for a long time. Very well, he finally said. But make sure you come in early the day after. Scrooge hung up his jacket and hat and then sat down at his desk and began to count his money. <laughs> money, 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 he crowed. Suddenly, the door burst open. A young duck, carrying a wreath, walked in. Merry Christmas, the man said. It was Scrooge's nephew, Fred. Christmas? Scrooge scoffed. Bah, humbug. Fred walked up to Scrooge's desk and gave him a wreath. He thought the office could use some holiday cheer. I would say so, wouldn't you? It's pretty bleak looking in there. Do you know what bleak means? N not, yeah, not very hopeful or joyful or beautiful. It's sad and bare and empty. 
Uncle, I've come to invite you to Christmas dinner tomorrow. Fred said with a smile. Oh? Scrooge asked as he came out from behind his desk. And will there be plump pudding and sugar cakes and a plump roast goose? Oh, yes, Fred replied, and he nodded his head and smacked his lips. You know I can't eat that stuff. Now get out. Scrooge got up and opened the door. He hung the wreath over Fred's neck and pushed his nephew out into the cold. As Scrooge walked back to his desk, the door opened again. Fred smiled and hung the wreath on the door, on the inside doorknob, and then he closed the door. Can I ask you a question? Do you think it is kind to, to send someone, especially a family member, out into the cold? No, of course not. We must always show compassion and kindness to people, even more so to our own family. I think Scrooge has got a lot to learn, don't you think? Yeah. Later that night, as Scrooge walked home, he had a strange feeling that he was being followed. When he reached his front door, he looked at the knocker. It was a lion's head. But as Scrooge stared at it, it began to change before his eyes. Suddenly, Scrooge was looking at the face of his old partner, Jacob Marley. Ah! Scrooge yelled. Scrooge hurried inside and went up to his bedroom. He closed the door and climbed into his chair. He heard the sounds of clanking chains. He shivered, too afraid to move. And then a ghost appeared beside him. It was Jacob Marley. He was covered in heavy chains. Ebenezer! the ghost wailed, and he rattled his chains. Do you know who I am? Scrooge peered at the ghost from under his top hat. When I was alive, I robbed the widows and... Oh, wait, sorry. It's the wrong voice. We have to go back to Jacob's voice. When I was alive, I robbed them from widows and took money from the poor. Jacob said, Ah, this was... This was his buddy, wasn't it? You are a fine partner, Jacob, Scrooge said with a smile. No, Jacob replied. I was wrong, and now I have to carry these chains forever as punishment. The same thing will happen to you. Tonight, you will be visited by three spirits, and if you don't listen to them, your chains will be heavier than mine. And then Jacob's ghost disappeared. Scrooge was still shaking with fear as he got ready for bed. After checking his room for ghosts, he climbed under the covers. Humbug, he muttered and then fell asleep. But it wasn't long before a noise woke him up. Ding! The bell clock was ringing. Scrooge opened his eyes to find a little cricket in a top hat on his bedside table. Jiminy Cricket. Mm -hmm. I am the ghost of Christmas past, the cricket said. We are going to visit your past tonight. The ghost went to the window and pushed it open. Just hold on, 
the ghost said as he hopped onto Scrooge's hand. Scrooge did as the cricket said, and they flew out into the darkness. The cricket passed slowly beneath them. The city passed slowly beneath them as they flew high above snow-covered rooftops. And he's in his pajamas. I know, he's in his pajamas in the snow. The first stop Scrooge and the ghost of Christmas past made was at a little shop. A party was taking place inside. Scrooge looked through the window. It's old fizzy wigs, he exclaimed. He saw his old boss and many of his dearest friends laughing and dancing inside. And then he saw Isabel, the girl he had once loved. She was dancing with a young duck. It was Scrooge back before he had become old and greedy. As if reading Scrooge's mind, the ghost said, In ten years' time, you learn to love something else much more. The spirit showed Scrooge another scene. Isabel and Scrooge were in his counting house. Ebenezer, Isabel said softly, Have you made a decision about getting married? I have. Scrooge replied, The last payment on your cottage was late. And then he told her that he was taking the cottage away. Isabel began to cry. As Scrooge watched, he shook his head. Remember, Scrooge, the ghost said, You made these memories. Scrooge found himself back in his bed again. And then he heard a loud voice say, I am the ghost of Christmas present. Scrooge looked up and saw a giant. The giant lifted him up and carried him out into the night. He brought Scrooge to a shabby little house. And through the window, Scrooge saw Bob Cratchit with his family. They were having Christmas dinner. On the table sat the smallest bird Scrooge had ever seen. Surely they have more food than that, he whispered. And then a smaller boy hobbled into the room on a crutch. His name was Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim looked at the meal on the table. We must thank Mr. Scrooge, he exclaimed. Scrooge turned around to ask about Tiny Tim, but the ghost was gone. He was all alone in a graveyard, and suddenly he saw a dark figure. Are you the ghost of Christmas future? Scrooge asked. The ghost was silent, and he pointed to a gravestone. Scrooge saw the the Cratchit family without Tiny Tim. They were near his grave, crying. The spirit pointed to an empty pit. Whose lonely grave is this? Scrooge asked, and then he realized it was his I can change, Scrooge cried. Oh, let me change. Suddenly, Scrooge was in his bed again. He ran to the window and looked outside. The sun was shining. The streets were covered with snow. Christmas bells were ringing. It's Christmas morning, he cried. The spirits have given me another chance. He pulled on his hat and coat and ran outside in his pajamas again.
my goodness. Merry Christmas, he called to everyone he passed. He saw his nephew, Fred, on the street. I'm looking forward to that wonderful meal of yours, he called as he ran by. I'm glad he's had a change of heart. Bob Cratchit heard a loud knock on his front door. He opened it to find Mr. Scrooge on the step, holding a large bag. Scrooge dumped the sack on the floor. Dozens of toys fell out. Scrooge smiled as the children rushed forward happily. Bob Cratchit, Scrooge said, I'm giving you a raise and making you my partner. And when he handed a large turkey to Mrs. Cratchit, he said, Merry Christmas, happily. Merry Christmas to us all, said Tiny Tim. And I'm so, so happy that Scrooge learned that your choices can affect other people. And you must learn to always be kind and put the interests of others as more important than your own, right? If he had been a good boss, his, his people would have been a lot happier. Everyone around him would have been a lot happier. His nephew would have been a lot happier. And that's a very important lesson, don't you think? Uh-huh. It is also... The end. The end. Thanks so much for listening to today's story. If you wanted to get a copy of this story, I have got a great tool I wanted to make you aware of. You can pop over to amazon.com slash shop slash storytime with Philip and mommy. And you will see I've created a list for every month of the year. And in each list, I have put links for every story that we have read in that month. So you can easily find a link to the story so you can purchase it for yourself. And of course, this all goes to um, help support our, our podcast so we can get new materials. And of course, don't forget, you can also pick up your copy of the Storytime with Philip and Mommy book, The Sprightly Sprite and the Dragon Dragon. And of course, we always hope that you guys enjoy our stories. And we want to say thank you so much for listening.